You can walk old paths or blaze new trails. It's up to you. Hello. So what are you thinking? You're listening to the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. I'm your host, Martha Alvarez, psychotherapist and life coach. And this is a place for you to explore your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors so that you can make more mindful choices, achieve those things that you so desire. So tune in and enjoy. Hey there, welcome to today's show, How to Override Your Negative Thoughts. It's episode 30. I thought I'd revisit this theme. I know I talked a little bit about it, episode seven, if you kind of want to go back and review that. But, you know, it's so important because we're human and all of us have negative thoughts sometimes. And we just got to figure out when they're getting in our way and how to override them. So hopefully I'm going to help you do that today. So much of our distress comes from negative thinking. I mean, people often tend to generate stress through pessimistic negative thinking, and even small stressors tend to amplify and get very much bigger just by the way you think about them. So it's important to figure out what's happening and interrupt that process. And that's what I want to help for you, you know, to learn how to do today. So negative thoughts, they happen for a variety of reasons. Basically, part of it is that we are hardwired in our brain for survival to look at the worst case scenarios. And that happens kind of to protect us for safety reasons. And definitely that is something that's useful if you have to protect yourself in a physical format, in an emotional format. But here's the deal with that one. Sometimes the way that our brain is perceiving the threat is not correct. It is wrong. We're really not in danger. Okay. So that happens automatically. It's just part of the way we are wired. Okay. So that's to deal with that one. We're just going to have to figure out whether the threat is real or not. But a more typical reason of why negative thoughts occur has to do with fear, fear of the unknown, insecurity. And as humans, we want to be certain about so much. We want to feel like we are in control and that's not always possible. So all these thoughts come in. Sometimes they're not useful, but they feed on that fear where, again, goes back to survival, safety. How do we feel that nothing bad's going to happen? Okay. So a negative thought occurs basically for fear of the unknown, insecurity. And sometimes negative thoughts occur because they just become habits. They're based on your past thinking. That happens a lot when you have even psychiatric disorders, which can be caused by dysregulated activity in your neural pathways. Basically, you know, parts of your brain, your prefrontal cortex, your hippocampus is not flowing. The neurotransmitters, the synapses be between them are not optimal and they can cause actual disorders such as anxiety, depression, psychotic disorders, personality disorders, that type of thing. And those often are accompanied with negative thoughts. That's a clinical thing. But today's episode is focusing mostly on how to override your negative thoughts in everyday life 
that become habits many time. And sometimes there are negative thoughts that are just automatic. They pop up. And often this happens when you're overly stressed. If you're exhausted, overworked, maybe you're hungry or sleepy, perhaps, you know, even physical conditions, allergies, uh, chronic pain, that can cause and amplify negative thoughts. So they have a, ro- a lot of reasons of why they emerge. But the good news is that regardless of why they emerge, there's always something that you can do to make them better, to make them less, or to actually stop them. Because the last thing that you want to happen is for these thoughts to affect you in a physical format and create some health problems. And that can really happen because negative thoughts can send your body into fight or flight mode, which tends to decrease your immune function, slow down your digestion, give you fatigue, sleep problems, headaches. You know, it can make you withdraw socially. It could change your eating habits. Maybe you're overeating, undereating. And often people can start developing these habits of coping that are not healthy, using substances, for instance, or withdrawing from people that kind of stuff. So we want to make sure that these negative thoughts don't get in your way of your best living, of your body's best functioning. And we want to make sure that your neural pathways are doing the best job that they can given the circumstances. And you can do that by training your brain to think in a different way. So you can live a healthier, happier, more empowered life. Okay. So let's talk about that what that would look like. And one of the most important things is to first identify and track your thoughts, develop deep awareness on what you're thinking about, how often, what are your go-tos, what's your self-talk? You know, we have thinking patterns, right? Some of the most common thinking patterns when it comes to negative thoughts is for example, discounting the positive things that are happening and always focusing on the negative, kind of filtering your lens of life on all this bad stuff that happens and not even noticing the good that happens. So if that sounds like you, I encourage you to start looking for good things in everyday living and uh, just take note of when you are just focusing so much on the negative stuff and actively try to turn that around. Another one that seems to be pretty common is when people overgeneralize. That's when, you know, you start using words such as nothing or always or everyone or no one. You overgeneralize situations, circumstances, things, and people, and that doesn't really exist. It's nothing, always, and everyone, and no one usually is not the case. So you're overgeneralizing. I think it's important to realize that thoughts are just thoughts. They are not facts. And when we talk about negative thinking, most of the times, it's really not the circumstance that's causing this negative thinking. It's our appraisal of the circumstance, of the situation. Basically, it's how we are perceiving it. So it's important to know Remember always that this is just a thought. This is not a fact. Okay. But going back to identifying your thought processes, another one that I come across all the time with people is um, the shoulds. 
this should be like that. He should have done that. It should have worked out this way. And those become moral issues, right? And those thoughts are negative because they're attached to an expectation and they often cause a lot of guilt and anger. So that's not helping you move into a positive space. It's keeping you stuck in a powerless state, right? So you got to be careful about how you use your shoulds. Another one is jumping to conclusions, which is basically when you predict the future in a negative way. And, you know, that can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If already you're looking at life and you're noticing that you're predicting bad, chances are you're going to show up less than optimally. You're not going to do your best job. You're not going to be your best self because you already have it in your mind how it's going to turn out. So that kind of stacks on the negative Uh, into your world and it's going to show up in the way you talk. It's going to show up in your behaviors. It's going to show up in everything. And you're going to find evidence for it because you already made up your mind. You already jumped to conclusions, right? Also, in its reversed format, jumping to conclusions, it's much like the Monday morning quarterback where, you know, you kind of say to yourself, well, if only I would have done that differently, right? then, you know, you start looking back and you can't go back. You cannot reverse time. So what are you doing looking like, if only I would have done this differently, then it would have turned out a different way. Guess what? (laughs) There's no evidence of that because you can't go back. So don't waste your energy on jumping to conclusions, predicting the future, or looking at that past behavior and hoping that something would have been different in the way you showed up. It just doesn't work. All right. My next tip is to ask yourself, what else can this mean? What else can this circumstance mean? Open yourself up to curiosity, to other possibilities, jumping to conclusions, already looking at the bad, does not leave much space for other possibilities. So just kind of bringing to awareness, what else can this mean, creates that space. Another thing you can do is pinpoint the opportunity in whatever the challenge is. Okay, often bad things happen, and when they do, it's a growth opportunity. It's a way for us to show up, try something different, see what can emerge. We are way stronger than we give ourselves credit for. We are way smarter. We can always come up with different solutions, okay, which is my next tip, which is focus on the solution, not on the problem. I mean, sometimes the solutions are clear, and other times they're not. And when they're not, the best thing that you can do is just let go of that negative thinking, be curious on how it develops, and just know that there is going to be a solution. This is going to pass. Remember that all situations have a time limit on them. They're not going to last forever. And when you know that, you can go through life looking at a different way, at the upside, looking for the good of stuff, knowing that whatever distress you're feeling is not going to be permanent. So my next tip would have to be to avoid blowing things out of proportion because like I just said, they are not going to last forever. Something else is going to occur. There is going to be a solution. Whatever the stressor is will pass. Okay. 
And then most importantly, I think it's always a good idea to have some go-to coping statements, things that you basically tell yourself when you're spiraling in negative thoughts, when you feel stuck. All right. Some of them that seem to work are telling yourself, listen, one step at a time, or I'm going to stay focused in the here and now. I'm not going to go to the future because I'm not there. Or another thing that can work is I'm going to look for positives and not jump for conclusions. Many people find a lot of comfort in reaffirming, hey, I got this. I can do this. This is figureoutable. And um, when you do that, it empowers you. It feels stronger. It feels like a new possibility can emerge. It takes you out of that stuck point. So figure out some of those go-to statements that you can have whenever you're spiraling in negative thoughts that's going to help move you and then literally say them out loud. Think them, but literally say them out loud. My last tip has to be to redirect your attention. And you do that with your senses. It could be your sense of smell, the sounds, something that you may feel, something that you can look at. Because when you are in negative thinking mode, you're stuck. And we want to break that pattern and shift our attention where our brain goes to something else so that it can release that stuck pattern. It doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily go away fully, but you know what? It'll be lighter. It'll be easier. So if you find yourself ruminating or thinking about the same thing over and over again, you can break that cycle. Some of the best ways to do that is to perform some physical activity. Maybe you want to go out for a run, do a stretch, do some jumping jacks, some push-ups, whatever it is, get your body activated and moving. Perhaps you would like to drink nice cold glass of water, add some lemon to it. Maybe you want to smell something beautiful and take some deep breaths with some essential oils. Whatever it is that you're going to do, you want to interrupt the process. Music is another one that really works beautiful to interrupt those negative thoughts. There's a lot of things that you can do, but again, circling back, it starts with your awareness of catching your go-to patterns, the stories you tell yourself, and reminding yourself that these are just not facts. These are just perceptions of whatever the circumstance is happening that you have basically created, okay? And knowing that you can break these patterns, they're not going to be around forever. You actually will have great success if you follow some of these tips. I encourage you to do so, all right? So that was today. I hope that was uh, helpful for you. Let me know what worked for you. And until our next episode, my friends, think well and be well. And I'll catch you soon. One more thing. Thanks for listening to my Perfectly Imperfect show. Keep in mind that I'm sharing thoughts and experiences and the information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health or medical professional. If you have a moment to leave a rating or a review, that would be great. It's a way of sharing so that more people can find the show and start making some small shifts. <laughs>